Blog Talk Radio. I gotta grind, won't stop. Hustle, won't quit. Shine like no other idea or some other shit. I got a high price lifestyle, super fast beat. If I want it, then I got it. If I don't bet, all I gotta do is go. Yeah, yeah. Stay about my business. Uh-huh. Fall till I fall. Say what? Lost until I finish. I dig go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay about my business. Okay. I live in Jimmy's. Jimmy's second million. Yeah. Everything for a ground. All I wanna do is fall. Put my money over bitches. Put my hustle overall. Do it down to the draw. Louis Vuitton kicks. Got a man. Have a swagger. Bitch, you stupid dumb shit. With a group of young bitches and they stupid dumb shit. I'm the marathon man. All I do is run. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Wind Down with your host, Jamore. And um, we were kind of moving into um, our topic about money and relationships tonight. Um, We have a new co-host this evening. It will be Nigel Brown. And as soon as I'm ready to bring him on, we'll get that other side of the argument. But since I have the floor and I don't have anybody to compete with right now, I can go ahead and share some things. Um, The topic for the evening is if she makes more money than he does in the relationship, does that make him her bitch? And it kind of got started last week with some of the discussion that we had. And it had been on my mind because we always have that battle the sexist issue with um, the fair treatment of women and men in the workplace. But by chance, I wanted to kind of talk about in this society where things are not traditional on how we are used to seeing them, is it possible that the role reversal can be complete and include um, in that the changing of um, how we treat the head of household when we look at who the head of household is. And is gender the thing that is consistent, or is it what's being delivered by that individual that determines how they're treated? Um, and it's really it's really something I want to have open, clear conversation about because, you know, society is not – the way it was in 1950. Um, A lot of women don't stay at home while a man goes out to work. A lot of women are the go-getters, and they are the ones that are on their hustle and bringing home the bacon. So I'm really wanting to discuss this evening. In that situation, how is it that the man retains had a household status if, he doesn't have that necessarily have that role um, in bringing in the money. Um, and is money the only thing that determines um, your position in a relationship? So we're going to get started here in a while. I'm having the uh, chat room open, so if anybody is listening um, via their computer, you are welcome to voice your opinions in the chat room. Um, I have my girl, Imaj, there, and she's kind of running things for me because I'm in between that and the blog talk, and, of course, you get the Facebook, and then you get the text messages. So I'm doing a lot of those things. So she's handling holding down the chat room for me. Um, So feel free to comment and share your thoughts there, and periodically I'll check in um, with um, Imagine and see what's going on there. Um, I want to be able to discuss what it is that you expect from the person that brings in the most money and how that contrasts or um, if it does with the role that's played. Um, of course, I have to bring in my co-host. Um, and I had... Um, some theme music for Ron. So, of course, I had to do the same thing for Nigel. Now, when I think of Nigel, 
from the little bit I've seen of his personality, something came to mind. So I want to bring Nigel in on his own little bit of um, mood music, what I think of when I see his name come up. And I'm going to let him say um, a little bit about what he's doing, and then we're going to get into some discussion and bring on our special guest. So I'm going to bring uh, Nigel in, but let me set his music up for him. Music up for you, um, because yeah, when I see that. you, that's what I think about. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Cool. All right, go ahead and uh, let us know what some of the things you are doing, what you got going on. Let everybody okay. get a feel for Nigel. All right, um, well, my name is Nigel. I'm um, my passion is writing, I'm an author. Uh, my first book will be coming out independently this year. I'm really proud of that. Um, besides that, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father. Um, you know, I'm just a regular guy trying to get more. And I have a lot to say. Cool. cool. That's great. Yeah. I like you with a lot to say. That helps me out. Yeah. All right. Well, with a lot to say, let's see what it is you have to say about the topic of the evening. So I'm wondering, you know, when you think about a man head of the household or the male figure in a relationship, if they don't share a home, when you think of the woman bringing in more money, do you think that that makes him her bitch? Or what what do you think happens in that dynamic? Uh, Man, I mean... It's it's uh I mean you can look at it a few ways, all right. I mean you have the old way of looking at it and you have the new way of looking at it. And the old way is what I believe that women hold us to. They 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 hold men to the old standard, which is you go out, you bring home the bone, and you know, and that's that. But um times have changed so much that women are now bringing home that bone. And it throws off the dynamic, you know, like, you know, for us, I don't say for us, but for men, you know, that's how we've been trained since we were children and teenagers, you know, was to go out here, get the money. Once you get the money, you get the girl. And whether it's true or not doesn't matter. That's how most men are trained. So what happens is when we run around here and, you know, we're trying to impress women all our life and we try to impress them, impress them with the things that we buy, whether it's the clothes, the car, the home, the jewelry. That's how we've been trained is to, if you get these things, you'll get the girl of your dreams, you know? So what happens is you meet a a real woman who makes a lot of money and she takes all of that away, basically. And what you learn about some men is they don't have anything beyond the, beyond the exterior. You know what I mean? So it's like now you have to actually you have to you have to give more than just a nice car, a nice home, a few slick words, nice shoes, and things of that nature. Now, you He's know, when we stop and keep going, when we stop and keep going, He's gotta have, I mean, it just, it's your world for the next couple minutes. <laughs> so. Let's go with that. Cool. All right, let me run with it. Then let me run with it before I get tossed. <laughs> but um, you know. You know, because I put something on Facebook not too long ago, and, you know, the thing about it is it, it's, it kind of flipped on us a little bit, you know, because women do expect us to go get the money because they've also been trained to find a guy that has the money to this day, mm-hmm. you know, to this day, housewives, all that stuff. It's just a bunch of women that dated dudes with money. And, right. you know, it puts that message out there. So what happens is when they acquire money, 
I think most women don't know how to balance it out because that is really a hard balance. You start looking at a guy like, I mean, you know, I'm bringing the money in, but what is he doing? And they tend to forget about the security that men provide. Just by having a man in your home, you are secure. You know what I'm saying? Somebody kicked the door in, you got a man there, you looking at him like, hey, do something. You know, you can't throw money at a robber, right? But (laughs) I think that once, you know, once a woman comes into a certain amount of success, then it just naturally puts them in the place of the man that she was once trained to get, you know? And so it is, oh, it's very possible. So it's going to be a conflict, you know what I'm saying? So you have good guys out here, tons of good guys out here that let's just say, let's say, let's say 60,000, which back in the day used to be a nice piece of change. You know, used to be able to actually, you know, get a girl, family, kids, all that, and you you take care of everything. Right. Right. You you, you take care of everything with 60,000. Nowadays, you might get a woman that make 93. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, here you come see, with your 60. Six figures, that's not, six figures is not a stretch for a woman. It's not at all. Not right. at all. But that's not how it used to be. You know, right. so what happens is, you know, you have women now, and, you know, a lot of them have been hurt, you understand, by men with money. You can't forget about that aspect. You know, a lot, right. of, a lot of women have jumped in the pot. They met a guy probably because of the money. They get with him thinking that he's a good guy because he got money. They get hurt, then they start making money, then they meet a guy that don't make money, and he gonna deal with that. He right. gonna deal with it, you know. Yeah, she, but, um, she owes him something. She owes him a message. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, the thing is, because we have been, men have been trained to go out and buy, buy. She want this, I'm gonna get it. If I can't get it, I feel less of a guy. You know, so when you out with a woman and she can buy whatever that you was gonna buy. You feel some kind of way about that. Right. You feel some kind of now way you, about you that. You are you know? catching a little bit of grief. I just want you to know you're catching a little bit of That's grief cool. here in the chat room. And um, there's a comment that says, I don't agree with the guest, with what the guest says about women being trained to find money. Most black women are trained not to rely on any man. And that is where the how problem comes in. How old is that I, woman? I, how old is that woman? I didn't ask for ID, baby. They just hanging out in the oh, chat we need room. ID. We don't have we don't ID we, in the chat room. Yeah, we need ID. We need ID. <laughs> she must have been born in the eighties or something. <laughs> what does that have to do you with what her point was? Because I mean because I mean the reason why I say that is because I mean it's like I'm not here, you know, I'm definitely not here to offend. This is an open open forum, so I'm just you know, I'm here to, you know, provoke thought and I don't mind being, you know, people not agreeing with me. But let's That's be real. Good. I mean, I'm not. Sometimes you I'm have to be the devil's advocate. That, and I'm cool with that. But see, it's like I'm not. I'm not saying that. You know, when I say women are trained, I'm not just. We're all trained to follow money. Period. That's what we do. Men are trained to get money, and women are trained to get money. You know, but things have changed now. But the, so now so women you're saying have it's money. It's a method. It's a method, right? So you're saying the men are trained to go out and earn theirs, and. The women are trained to forget it. Sleep, sleep, sleep with theirs. I mean, I'm just trying to. I, I'm, I'm not trying saying to sleep with it. I'm not saying oh, okay. sleep with because they don't have to. You know, what I'm, all right. I'll put it to you this way. All right, prime example. Just, just to keep it simple, a woman that has no education, no nothing, probably a loser for real, can be beautiful though. You know, what I'm, I mean, straight beautiful. Can go to the right party at the right time. And meet somebody that could take care of her for the rest of her life. You understand? Okay. Like men, men can't do that. I can't walk into no party handsome and just get a. It don't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. So I'm not saying that women are, you know, are. Um, I mean, well, I don't want to back down from my statement because I think we're all trained to follow the money, but when women get money. It changes things. It just, but I don't think women and men are able to change with that circumstance. It's tough on us, real okay. tough on us. Okay, so you know I, mean? I don't she, know. We have we have some um, disagreement here, and we'll talk cool. a little bit more and see what we come up with. But I don't want to keep our special guest waiting too long. I want to keep our special guest waiting too long. So we're going to go ahead and bring him in so he can share some of his wisdom. And um, this is one of the most humble guys I've ever met. However, 
I'm sure he has an opinion, and I'm sure he's going to share it with us. Uh, Vincent Harris is his name, and um, I'm going to let him share with us some of the things that he has going on. I'm going to force him to talk about some of the things he has going on. Um, he's got a um, YouTube channel where he gives business advice, uh, and he does his information every Wednesday, I think. So that's something that I look forward to. But he is a business guru. Um, so, And I'm sure he's had this problem with money. And so I would love to hear some of the things that he has to say. So I want to go ahead and bring um, Mr. Harris in. Vincent, you there? Yes, ma'am. Shamor, how are you this evening? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Nigel, how are you, sir? What's happening, boss? All right. I'm going to force you to talk about some of the things you're doing so that everybody can kind of hear what you do, Vincent. Okay. Okay. Well, Samuel, first of all, I, I do appreciate yourself as well as Nigel uh, giving me an opportunity to be on the call to share some of my thoughts. And as you already uh, precluded, I am a very, very um, – I really don't talk about myself a lot. So this is really, really tough for me. So what I'll say is this. I did start a YouTube channel, and I give business advice. Uh, I want to be able to share some of the things that I've learned along the way to um, help other entrepreneurs and small business owners successfully do some of the things that uh, they want to do in life. So we do have that channel. And before that, I, uh, of course, I have a couple of businesses that, that have done well. And we're very, very grateful and and uh, humbled by those those successes in business. So we've done a lot of cool things, and we've met a lot of cool people. And we're just uh, – I really can't take the credit for a lot of things. My team is very, very strong. My team is very, very good at what, what it is that they do. And I often say that they are, they're the ones that make me look great. I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I just simply put the vision out there, and they make things happen for me. So uh, I, I really owe them all the credit. I really do. Okay, and that was a wonderful way for you to take all the shine off yourself. And I won't reveal anything that you don't want revealed. However, I do know that you run in a circle with um, where money is not an issue. Um, however, yes, uh, dating dating might be an issue when you know that you have certain assets and maybe you're looking for somebody with like assets or um, or somebody that is into you and not your assets. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to know in the dating scene, someone with um, lots to lose, how do you feel like if you were dating a woman that made more money than you and um, her success trumped yours, how would you feel um, being involved in that relationship? Well, uh, regardless of whether it was a short-term or long-term relationship, it would not bother me. However, what I will say is I do believe there's a huge difference between dating and being married. So. Okay. Um, I'll say this. I'll take things from a from a marriage perspective. If that, uh, if, regardless of who makes the most money, to me, since it's all going into the same account, does it really matter? I think it really comes down to how much do we love one another? What are the the, the uh, principles and the wisdom, the nuggets that we're giving to our children? Uh, all of that is what matters to me. Uh, to be a good parent to be a good husband, to be a good wife. To me, that those things trump any amount of money that either one of us may make. However, I do believe that, again, since all of the money is going to the same account, how much does it really, really matter who makes the most money? To me, it, just, it really doesn't. It's about building a legacy together, and as long as that's the common goal, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's all about so, money. It's all about how you treat one another. Okay, so here's a, here's a question then for you. If, you know, it's all about love and we're putting all of our money together, whatever, and I come in um, and I say, well, this is what I want to do, you know, and, I, and it's going to be some great amount of money that I want to spend. I made most of it. And then you come in and you say, well, no, we shouldn't do that because you have a, a better method that's not quite as expensive and you want to tell me how it should be spent. And I disagree. Who gets to pull the trump card? 
I don't think either person gets to pull a trump card. Let me tell you why. I believe that going into the relationship, even and even as the uh, relationship evolves, to me, the, both individuals should have one common goal. In other words, what's the purpose of our relationship moving forward? So before I spend any money, I always say to myself, if I spend this money, will it help to further my purpose in life? So I believe when both people are on that same page, in other words, hey, I want to spend this money, do you think it's a great idea or not? Well, the first question I would ask is, well, how does it serve our purpose? If it doesn't, regardless of, regardless of the amount, if it doesn't, just don't do it. And it goes down to a piece of gum all the way up to, you know what, I want to buy this new shopping center. It doesn't matter. Does it serve the purpose of the family? What it is that okay. you two have purposed in life for your legacy? Nigel, yeah. you sound like um, you're already coughing. What's that about? No, no, no. I'm outside. I just, I just, I just, I'm outside. I'm outside. Uh-huh. Um, but what I would say is, um, and I agree. You know, I, you know, I definitely agree. Um, but there are two different types of relationships. Real simple, right. good and bad. All right. In okay. a good relationship, and they do exist, then it would be exactly how. Um, how he said it would go. You know, you have a mutual understanding. You have that communication. You sit down. You work it out. You got a spreadsheet. One team, one goal, one family. That's what it is. All right. In a bad relationship, in that situation, you're going to get into an argument, and the lady will pull the trump card. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And you saying that she will pull the trump card because are you saying that the, a, a bad, woman? Because that's a that's a bad right. relationship. And the same thing goes for a man if it's a bad relationship. It's vice versa. If it's a bad relationship, then that's going to happen. But if you have communication and, you know, you, you know, you do have the team concept under your roof, then yeah, of course it don't matter who makes what, you know, if the, if the woman says, you know what, Sam, I don't think that's a good idea because blah, 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 blah. If, if his pride doesn't get in the way, even though he's making more and he's for the team, then, then he'll put his pride aside. You know, he'll put his pride aside and he'll look at logic, right? But in the bad relationship. That was my next question. Is that the same that? going both ways? That was my next question. Is that the same going Absolutely. both ways? Because if we're looking Absolutely. at traditional roles, you know, traditional roles, the man was not required to get the okay from the woman. She was to be silent, you know, and let him be the man of the house. So it was a long time ago. So that's different now. That's that's not a contemporary relationship. Okay, okay. I'll be there. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm not saying that it doesn't exist because all these types of relationships do exist. So I don't want nobody saying I'm just saying it's one way. But we have to acknowledge the fact that there are good relationships and there are bad relationships. And if it's good, it's going to go one way. If it's bad, it's going to go the other. Um, Right. I just think that you know money has money. It's Money is its own thing, you know, and it, it, it affects everyone differently. You know, it's, 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 you have to have great discipline in your relationship to control money because money really can take over. It just, it just does things like if a woman makes more money or a man makes more money and the woman wants to go out and buy some shoes that cost 600 and the man like, oh, I don't really think that was a good idea. You know, if that relationship isn't right, she's going to tell him what she means. This is my money. I make this, you know. But if it's a good relationship, they're going to have a conversation about it. She still might keep them shoes, though. Right. (laughs) So, so Nigel, I'm sorry. Forgive me, Shamar. Forgive me. Go ahead. So, Nigel, does that conversation occur before the shoes are purchased or after? Well, in a good relationship, again, it's going to occur before. That's if you have the team concept, you know. If not, if not, then she's not going to consult with you like you wouldn't consult with her because you would go into it thinking this is my money. I made this. So that's going to be your justification, you know. And I'm telling you, as a, as a, as a married man, I've done that, and I had to get checked on that. You know, I, you know, I come home, yeah, I just bought this watch. You know, and she's looking at me like, hold up. What you mean you just bought this watch? What you mean? We're supposed to be doing this, that, and the third. You know, but that's a, that's communication. Now, I kept the watch, but I won't do it again. 
You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so we have to, you know, we have to, you know, sometimes we have to learn to get to that point, you know, but, you know, money can sway people to tell themselves this is my money. You know, we're here together, but this is mine. And if you make a lot more than your mate, it just gives you that that one up to even say it. Right. Like you wouldn't say okay. it if you wasn't making the money. Okay, right. so Okay, so let, let's look at let's look at how outside influences, how society influences things. Because again, you guys mentioned that there are two relationships and that's so true. And we praise good relationships. But what if we are not quite at the good relationship status? And things do act as um, a pressure on a relationship. So society says women can be bosses now, and it's okay for that to happen. But when you look at the different types of bosses, how often do you see a woman who makes a lot of money, whose husband is unknown, because I'm talking celebrity status now, because that's where we get a lot of our ideas about this uh, money and power kind of idea, because that's what we get to see, you know. That's what the media likes to show. And in looking at that, how many times do you see um, the, the woman who makes the most money and this husband that's unknown and those relationships lasting? Do you think that feeds into some of the things that happen in the everyday relationships? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, that stuff on TV. I just saw some kind of way about it to begin with. Um, but you know, it's it's uh it's. I mean, the guy, it can work. It can work. I just think that you know, the man at some point has to. He, hello. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the man at some point he has to he has to let go of his pride. That's the biggest thing, man. When it comes to money, it's that pride. So if a man can let go of his pride, then it can work, you know? It can work. only thing about it to me is when the roles begin to change. Right. You know, I mean, because women are already in control of the relationship. I don't care what no man say. You know, so, women control so the you relationship. Said, you said, because this came into the chat room, so you said, that you did have a moment where you went out and spent some money and you didn't consult with your wife first and then you brought the watch home and you were like, okay, I bought this watch, and she had a reaction to that. But in that situation, what if she had told you to take the watch back? What would you have done? Would you have taken the watch back? Would it have been that simple? Um, all right, now, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I would not have taken the watch back. I wouldn't Okay, have. so I would and, and why, why do you get to say I wouldn't? Because um, it was your money. Uh, I'm, no, no, I wouldn't say it's my money, but see, I know how I spend money, and I know I'm not a, I'm not a big shopper, you know. And my wife know I'm not a big shopper, so if I buy something for myself, it's something that I really want, you know. Um, so that would be my reason, you know, for saying nah. But now, if if she tell me, hey, look, you know, we got plans, we got this going on and that going on, then yeah, you know, I would take it back. But if it's just for the simple fact that she didn't know about it, nah, I'm not taking that back. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, and you get to make that call. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I think, but you get to make that call because you're the head of the house. Well, Is that why you get to make that call? Nah. Because nah, in, really, in this movie, really it's see. not... I'm not really into that whole head of the household thing. You know what I mean? Because that goes without saying. You know, like okay. I was saying before. Oh, so you, know, you were born head of the household because you stand to pee. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. I, I'm hearing you. See, I hear you. See, the reason why I say head of household because I'm talking about more than just money. It's 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 protection. You know what I mean? You know, when that man comes home, she is secure. She can sleep well at night because that man is home, and that's just bottom line. I don't know too many men that. That can't, you know, that 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 wait for their woman to come home so they feel secure, you know, okay. um, you know. So to me, that's what makes a man the head of the household. You know, you're the one that come in and you know you make sure the grass is straight, the trash is taken out. You know, you're a man. You know, and and you can feel it. 
You know? <laughs> you can feel it. Like, you're you know a man because you do home. the manly things. You said the dirty is. stuff. Okay. Okay. You said it. You said it. Okay. Okay, but well, I'm just I'm just want you to know that there are women that you know touch the the dirty stuff themselves. There are women that can change their oil alone. Don't need you. I'm so not I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. You taking it out? I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying they right. don't. But does that change anything? What? If she can take on those roles, because you know we're living in this age no. where the line is blurred. You know, there are men that are so metrosexual that the women do what they should be doing. However, they get to be the man of the house because they stay in the pee, and I don't think that's fair. Now, well, check this out. See, I'm coming from a different perspective because I've I've watched my wife cut the grass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've watched her cut the grass. She was like, no, I got this. And I'm like, all right, cool, go ahead. You know, so it's not that I'm I'm not I'm not saying it's one way or the other. I'm just saying that we are men for a reason. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So 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 you kind of are a traditionalist, um, pretty much. It's that way because it is that way. Because I was born this way, and these are the laws. This is the man laws. This is the man code. So you're kind of in that part of the universe. My my curiosity, I have a lot of callers on hold, and I don't know if you guys want to speak. If you want to speak, you yeah. got to press one and let me know, because we would love yeah. to hear from some of you. If you're just listening, then, okay, that's great, and I won't bother you. But if you want to speak, make sure you hit one and let me know that you have something that you want to share with us. I really wish that I could get some ladies that call in and tame these dudes and kind of let them know where we stand, because that would be great. Scared. Great. I got them scared. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say scared. I wouldn't say scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, Mr. Harris, Mr. Harris, are you yes, still ma'am. with us? Yes, so, ma'am. um, I'm I'm about to dig into your business a little bit. Is that okay? Slightly, yes. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Have you? Do you date? I are you, I do. Are you dating? You do. Okay. So, um. When you meet women, do you have a process that you go through being that you're a successful businessman and that some people really know kind of what you're about? And do you have a process that you go through? Is there a certain type of woman that you look for dating, and is there a reason behind that? The answer to your first and second question is are both yes. And my process is, I just want someone who's who's very, very kind, who's very, very classy. And, of course, class is not a socioeconomic makeup. It's the way you carry yourself. It's the presence you have as a lady. Um, to me, there's a difference between being a woman and a lady. Right? That, uh, to be a lady is a, a lot more – it takes a lot more class to be that way. And there are a lot of classy uh, ladies out here. So I think, of course, you have to narrow it down based upon what it is that you prefer what it is that you like to see, how it is that a woman carries herself as it relates to what it is that you like. So my process is simply, are you a lady? Are you classy? Um, and it, that's all that it comes down to. Never, It's never ever about money. It's never ever about uh, where I see you or what event. It, none of that matters to me. It, more than likely, I'm, I'm likely to be the guy who stands in the corner who doesn't say much at all. Uh, I just want to okay. just be able to watch others and, you know, if I see someone that I do like, I will go to them and just, just speak. And I don't have any type of uh, pre-written things that I'm going to say or anything like that. Bottom line is, how are you? Uh, but just to take, if, if you don't mind, if I can go back for just a moment. Okay. I think the the traditional way of thinking, I, I do think that it is important. I also believe that a new way of thinking is important. However, Regardless of the fact of of whoever makes the most money, I think each of us have roles that have uh, pretty much gone astray as it relates to today's society. For an example, if I'm with a young lady, I just believe that I should open up that door for that young lady. I believe that I should uh, – I believe with, uh, with uh, Nigel as it relates to, hey, you know what, I believe I'm supposed to protect her. I believe that that I'm supposed to be the person that 
she can come to and we have a, a not only a relationship but a friendship. So I, I think it's those small things that really matter that take away the money card, if you will, or the trump card. Uh, I think if you're if you're being kind to one another and you're doing those things that each person appreciates. Example, I'm sure ladies appreciate their doors being opened. If you do those things, I believe a lot of the trump card stuff goes away. In other words, it's not a big deal to you because you, you just embrace those small things in life that really means a lot to you. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think the trump cards really play a huge role, like I said, if everyone is doing their part. I, I just I don't think it does. Do you do you think at any point um the who makes the more the most money has anything to do with um how that family progresses or how that that couple progresses um in the long run? No. No. Okay. Honest, just honest, just honest. No. Okay. All right, so ladies, the spin I want to hear, or I would like to um, have some um, attention paid to, is when you have, um, when you are in that position where you make the most money, do you have a set standard that you are looking for bringing into your world? Is there a certain type of man? Are you looking for someone that, can match you dollar for dollar? Are you looking for someone that uh, has a desire to do something more? Maybe they haven't quite made it, but they do have a dream and they do have the ambition. Are you looking for someone that allows you to continue to be the boss of everything and doesn't make waves in in your world? That's what I kind of want to talk about because, I, I like I said, I noticed some things when, when I, you know, I, I like to be observant. I like to watch people. And a lot of times I see women who, I don't know, they date men that they can, I don't know, kind of control a little bit more because they have a little bit more. And I just wonder if that's something that happens consistently or if that's something that is just in that little small group of people that I've known. But I have a couple of callers that have some comments, so let's take a few calls. Uh, area code is 765. Area code is 765. You're on the air. Hello. Um, well, you know, from past experience, um, what I have experienced, because I have a career and I have made pretty good money in my career, um, and I haven't always been with people that were equally yoked with me. Um, I don't really have a, a a standard of, well, he's got to make such and such figures for me to be with him. Um, and I have noticed, like, in my, in my last relationship, I was actually married, and it really did cause a very big risk because he didn't make the money that I made. And he felt like, because I made the money, he was inferior to me. It wasn't the way I made him feel, but it was the way he felt, um, you know, and he felt like I tried to run the money. But, of course, if it's my money, then I would be in charge of how it's being ran, you know what I mean? So I do feel like it can cause a lot of problems in a relationship. Okay. So um, is is there no way possible that in – in the relationship, you could have just kind of backed off and said, you know what, here's my money, let's manage it, or you can manage it, and I can step back and trust that you can manage my money the way I would want to manage. I mean, would, would nothing in you allow that to happen? Well, and you know, at one point it was such a problem that I did allow him to manage the money, but it was still a thing for him that it was my money. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he still mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. was confident because it was my money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So I, I think just that the guy. Yeah, I, I think that mm-hmm. it, it when when the woman makes more money than than the the man, it tends to make them feel uncomfortable. It messes with their egos and their mindsets and and everything else. They don't feel like they're the king of the castle when mama's bringing home the bacon. So. 
I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. We're going to take a couple more calls. I'll put you back on hold. If you want to say anything else, just let me know. Okay, thanks. So, fellas, what you think, yeah. you know, sometimes it's that that man mentality, Mr. Macho, Mr. Machismo, who can't, can't kind of accept it. I mean, it's pride, man. Pride is pride is the worst thing that any person can have. I mean, it's good to be um, confident, but pride is extremely dangerous, man. Pride don't care about nothing, and mm-hmm. you know, and just you know, with the caller, um, you know, she's uh, she dealt with someone who, um, you know, the money made them insecure, and that's that's hard to get. You know, that's that was very probably really really hard for her to convince him that you're going to be okay, and this is what we want to do. You know, I mean, once she said that, hey, look, you handle the funds, and he was still kind of feeling some kind of way, it's not really much that she can do. Like, that's really on him. And, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it does come from us. Yeah. Okay, let me take another call. I'm going to take another call. Uh, Area code is 770. 770, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Got women tonight. I'm loving it. (laughs) Well, you know, I just had to call in. I was in the chat room. That was me stirring up a little bit. That was um, me with the uh, couples academy. (laughs) And I just have to say that I think that what happens a lot of times is it's two sided. You have women that are flossing because they're making a lot of money, and then you also have women that because they've reached a certain level of success, they have a difficult time finding somebody that's on their level, financially and in in many other ways. And so what ends up happening is that they run things, they control things, and their their, um, significant other never does feel adequate. Then you have the other side where you have couples that work seamlessly in up-and-down situations. I mean, I can speak for my own self, and there have been times when I was the breadwinner and I was making more money, and there were times when my husband was the breadwinner and he was making money and I wasn't, and where we both were because we're entrepreneurs. So I think it boils down to what type of relationship you have within within your household. How do you manage your relationship and your finances together? If there's a vision and something that you're working towards, then the money never becomes an issue because you're all working towards the same thing. You don't have all this division where I want to buy a pair of sneakers and you want to buy a flat-screen TV. We have a goal, and we're working towards that goal. And when somebody has a need or desire, then that is where the accommodations are made to make that happen. Okay. That is true. And when you talk about, you know, the two sides of it, that's definitely um, part of the problem with this argument because we're all pulling from different experiences or, or different observations, and every situation is not the exact same. So we're not sure. always see the side that everybody's arguing. So thank you for sharing. I have one You're more call that I want to take, so I'm going to keep you on hold in case you want to say something else. You feel free to put your hand back in the air and let me know. So I'm going to take another call. So. Area code is seven zero six. Area code is seven zero six. You're on the air. Area code is seven zero six. Hey, hey, Shamor, it's Charles. Hey, Charles, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, I've been listening. I just had to, I had to chime in a little bit. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, my situation is kind of. Unique, like my wife makes more money than me, but I'm secure in what I do. My wife's a doctor, I'm a lawyer. So, you know, doctors just naturally make more money than lawyers. I'm a poor government lawyer. What I do is what I love. But I think the problem that men run into is twofold. I think that if you don't like what you're doing, then it doesn't matter who makes the most money. You're going to be miserable all the time anyway if you hate what you're doing and you hate what you're going through. And the the young lady who called who called in like before the last lady that talked, she said something, and I don't know if she if she caught it when she said it. 
she she said that her man felt insecure because, you know, she made more money than him and he felt like she always wanted to run the money. And then her next comment was, Well, it's my money, of course I'm gonna run the money. But maybe it's not your money if you're married. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. If y'all, right. If y'all no. so we put it from the same pot. We a family. You know, we we doing this together. Because I'm sure that if you married to this man or you married to this woman, then, you know, y'all supposed to be in this together. Y'all supposed to be fighting together. So all of this, you know, you make more money, I make less money. It don't matter. We make this amount. You know? Mm-hmm. And and if you don't, if you can't come to that point, then I think that you'll never be happy, no matter who makes the most money, whether it's the man or the woman. Yeah, but see, those things have to be established well before we get to this, you know, um, point where somebody's managing the money. That needs to be established when we have all these conversations before we even get married because I think that's where things, that's where people already mess up, you know, because we haven't had a clear conversation prior to marriage. We didn't discuss things that are pertinent to us staying together. We talked about how we want to have two kids, we like this kind of dog, and I want to drive this car. But we didn't talk about in-depth finances. We didn't talk about religion and what I will and won't do. You know, those are things that we needed to sit down and talk about. So, yeah, and and I think that sometimes that's when we get to the point where people say, you know, well, I didn't know that's who she was. I didn't know that's who he was because you didn't wait to find out, you know. So I I, um, no, you go ahead, because I'm going to kick you off. Anyway, so go ahead. <laughs> I think the conversation always goes to, you know, where we want to be, but the conversation of how we're going to get there has never had enough, you know, because the the end point is just the end point. It's the process that shapes who you are and who you become as a person and more so as a couple. And if you don't understand the process and if you haven't talked about how you're going to go through the process, you're not going to make it. And I and I think that you know that that is what becomes the issue when you have the difference in the salaries. I mean, at, at no point, you know, in a relationship, are people going to make the exact same amount of money? That'd just be weird. Right. Right. You know, somebody's going to make more money than the other person. But if if yeah. if if you're using that to, to to control some kind of power in the relationship, you've already lost. Hmm. Okay. So um, I have a. Question that was asked of me by I have a new friend on Facebook, and he had some some choice where it's got a very strong personality. His name is Rick Jones. He's got a real strong personality. He's coming across real forceful here. But his question was, "What is this on their level stuff about?" You know, so somebody's comment mentioned um, being on their level, and I guess that's his issue. Is what does that entail? You know, because I guess, you know, if you think about it, if I'm in a relationship with you, we should have already established that you're my, you're on my level, whatever level that is, that I, because I am spending my quality time with you. So I guess I could see where he's coming from with that comment. So anybody want to take a stab at that, I probably need to get back to some ladies, because um, I'm sure it was one of us who said that, that he had to question what we were talking about. Hey, you mind if I piggyback on Charles? Can I piggyback on Charles real quick? I guess so. Please, <laughs> because um, you know what, man? Because you know, I heard the comment that she made, but I ain't have enough heart to go in on it. But um, you know, it's it's like it's like you know, you only get it's just like you only get one time to cheat, right? And you only get one time to show that man that he's not in control. Now, you know, you can try to get it back, but you only get that one time for him to feel like, oh, okay, oh, okay, I see. And that is what is that is what's going to make that insecurity grow. So even right. though you know you may try to you may try to say, well, here no here go the money. To him, he thinking, nah, you're just doing that now just to save face. But you already right. showed me what it is, you know. So you only get one time, which is unfair, you know. But that's just really how it is, you know. So um, and not to just you know talk about her situation, but like immediately after that, you know, she was like, you know, this is my money, and I can only imagine. Um, right. How many times he he felt like that before she tried to correct it, 
You know, so do you think you he felt like time. that before she even made it an issue? Do you think he felt like that? I mean, men, do you feel like that? Like when you already know that this lady makes more money than I am. She hasn't said anything. She hasn't treated you any kind of different way. Do you already you know have I mean, an issue in your, I guess what you call it, your pride? Is there already something that no, you're it depends. Thinking? It depends on the individual. Like, if you have always dealt with women that were established, successful, whether it was a lot of money or not, classy women, then you're not, that's not nothing new to you. Like, that's not nothing new to the guys on this phone to meet somebody that's making money. That's not right. nothing new. So you're not going to go into it all insecure and, you know, and what's this and what's that, because that's what you've been doing for quite some time. You just attract those kind, kind of women, you know. Right. So but if you are insecure and that's not the kind of women that you deal with, then, yeah, you're going to definitely feel some kind of way. You're not prepared to deal with that woman. You right. you don't know you don't know to do the small things like, um, um, like the other gentleman was saying, like opening the door and those little things that, that, that matter. You don't know to do that. But if you've already dealt with a woman on that level, quote, unquote, then you, you're not worried about none of that. You're not worried about that. If anything, you're happy you, you, you still maintain in this type of level. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to trip out over that. That's nothing. But if you're insecure, then you're insecure, period. Okay. You know? okay. It can be money. It can be a man. It can be whatever. Insecurity is insecurity. Right. Okay. So insecurity is insecurity. I, I, I guess so. But you know, it's something about money. Money sometimes perpetuates a, a bad situation and making it worse. And um, and that is not just dealing with relationships. That's just anything. A habit. Um, um, you know, a vice. Just the access to it makes it something that um, can kind of take over a situation. So. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and let um, Erico 765 back in because your hand is in Uh-oh. the air. So I'm guessing you need to add a little something to what you already said. So area code 765, we're listening. He had very, uh, very, um, goodness, y'all got me tied. Uh, <laughs> he had a very long time before I took on the ad- and, and misappropriated funds before I took over the attitude that it was my money. Um, mm-hmm. When we went into the relationship, everything was was yours is mine, was mine is yours. You know, I I had the attitude um, of just being completely open and trying to make him feel. Uh, I don't know. I hate, I hate to keep on saying the king of the castle. I I tried to m- let him run everything, but after you see someone else mess up things um, and not handle things correctly, mm-hmm. you do kind of have to take back over and say, "Now wait a minute. Now you messing up mine." You right. know, because I was a very for hours for everybody. You messing up for the the household. You know, the whole house, right? You know, right. I was a very independent and self sufficient woman before I met this man. Um, you know, I didn't make, meet him until I was in my thirties. So I had been running a household long before I met him. Um, and you know, you just can't sit by and, and let somebody else mess up your stuff. So. Yeah, and, and so, you, you know, know some, some of these behaviors are learned behaviors. It's not always this is just how I am because I have money. You know, sometimes, man, you give us reason to act a certain way. But, guys, time ran away, and it is actually time for us to kind of shut the wine down down. So um, I love you guys. I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. We'll have something else to throw on the fire. Um, and we're welcome to continue this conversation and chatter on Facebook because we all, we're already having one of these discussions on Facebook right now. So um, we can all hook up on Facebook and finish this out. But I'm going to say goodnight because I need to go ahead and shut it down. Um, I enjoyed everybody's company. I thank Nigel for being my co-host. Did a great job. You fuel the fire just wonderfully, so I thank you for doing that. (laughs) I want to thank Mr. Harris for being with us this evening. 
He um, was quite quiet, but he did offer some points of wisdom, some things that we can all talk about, think about, meditate on. So I'm going to tell you guys, bid you good night. Thank you, Vincent, for being here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. And I'm going to go ahead and shut things down. Um, You know, I like to end the show with a little bit of music. And it was inspired by none other than uh, Mr. Harris. Um, Something that he was saying in the picture that he was painting for um, relationships. And in that he was talking about it doesn't matter because it's all about the unity, um, that connection between those two people and the fact that everything that we're doing is to benefit both of us. And so I'm going to end the show with the words of somebody who actually took all of that and put it to music. Um, The fact that as long as you adore that other person, nothing that you do is going to be in harm. It's going to be to better the relationship and uh, life for both of you. So keep those things in mind. Don't let finances ruin beauty of love. And um, I will see you guys next week when we wind down again. Have a great week.